Hello and welcome to the Money Queen podcast. I am Alex Nicolaitis, the Money Queen. I am here to unite the masculine and feminine energetics of money and invite you in joining me to break the stigma of we don't talk about money here. I will deliver the loving bitch slaps that you need in your business to elevate you as a leader and support you to that next level and welcoming in the wealthiest version of yourself. With over 13 years in the accounting and bookkeeping industry, I utilize the support of the masculine in systems, structure, support, and ATO compliance combined with the feminine of the energetics of mentoring, guiding, getting really curious, and allowing ourselves to be open to receiving. So hit that subscribe button, leave me a rating, and I cannot wait to have you by my side as we raise the feminine collective and create true generational wealth and change. This episode is for anyone out there listening who hates paying taxes. Every time a bill comes in from the ATO, you're like, God, I hate paying this. Why do I need to pay this? Rah, 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 or whatever your story is at the time. Right? I cannot stand when I hear business owners say this because what's actually happening here? The fact that you have a tax bill to pay means that you're making money, my friend. It means that you are profitable. Is that not why you went into business to start with, to have a profitable business? Um, yeah, the answer is yes. So then why? With the outcome of having a profitable business, meaning that you get to pay taxes, are you then annoyed? It doesn't make sense. It simply does not make sense. What do you want? Do you want a profitable business or do you want to not pay taxes? Because the opposite of not having to pay taxes means that you will have a business that is running at a loss. And what happens in that situation is you need to add capital, either personally or you need to get investors in to ensure that that business can actually sustain its operations. Or you're either trading insolvent, which means that every bill that is due, if it was due tomorrow, if you're not able to pay that, then you are insolvent. If they're not able to be paid when they are due, you're trading insolvent, right? So that is the opposite of needing to pay a tax bill. <laughs> so loving bitch slap, you're welcome. So anyone who I hear say this in my world, I remind them of this. Would you rather the opposite? Would you rather your business be running at a loss right now so that you didn't have this tax bill? The answer is a resounding no. Another side to this is when you get tax bills, if you're like, shit, I'm actually okay with paying taxes, but I don't have the money. Where is the money? Where is all my money gone? Okay, if you say that I'm profitable, but I don't have any money in the bank, that's a different conversation, right? And I'm going to not go into it too much, but we will t t dabble in it a little bit here. So if you don't have the money set aside, what this says to me is that your processes get to be updated. Your systems perhaps get to be updated. Perhaps even your software gets to be updated because the age that we live in these days, the technology that is available to us, yes, I'm speaking about zero makes it so easy to maintain this, to be able to know with accuracy how much money you need to set aside per month 
even per week if you want to be that anal about it, for GST, for pay-as-you-go withholding, which is wages tax, for income tax, right, for superannuation. These are all the taxes as a business owner that you need to be aware of and that you get to be putting a provisions aside every week or every month. My clients do this monthly because I think weekly is too much, except if you're a large corporation, which I've got a few of those. This information is available to you. The data is available to you to be able to put these money, this money aside quite accurately so that the money that is actually left in your operational accounts, I call it your trading accounts, is actually yours to spend. That is your profit money. That is your play money. So that anytime a bill comes into your world, you've actually got that set aside in a different bank account. You know how much roughly you're up for in your tax bill because of how much money is in that bank account. Because at end, every end of month, you're doing the process. You are looking at your profit and loss. You are timesing that by your company tax rate. You are looking at reports in zero, which tell you your wages numbers, your pay-as-you-go withholding, your superannuation amounts. You're looking at your activity statement, again, in zero, which tells you your amount of GST for the month. And you're putting all that money out of your trading account into your GST and tax account so that you're being a smart business owner. You're not overspending. You know actually how much money you've got left available to you for your business growth, for you to be able to invest in the next phase of your business. That may be a photo shoot. That may be a business coach. That may be some marketing. Whatever that is for you, you know how much you've got available there in cash right now to be able to say yes to opportunities that come into your world. If you did not use that process and put the provisions aside every month and an opportunity came in for, a, say, a 10 grand photo shoot and you had 10 grand in your trading account, you may be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I cannot say no to this. Rah, rah, rah. So you say yes to the opportunity. You give them the $10,000. Next day, your Baz comes in and it's $8,000 and you're like, oh, my God, I've got no money for this. What do I do? What the heck do I do? The decision to say yes to the photo shoot, yes, it was a business decision. Was it an informed business decision? No. That is a business owner who is shooting from the hip, who is seeing opportunities and jumps at it. And there are definitely situations where you can jump at opportunities, but you can also do that from an informed place, from an intentional place. And even with that opportunity, you may be able to negotiate. I can't pay the 10 grand right now, but can I pay installments, five installments of $2,000 over the next couple of months? Would you be open to that? So that that eases your cash flow. So that you can still maintain your process at the end of month. And you can still say yes to the opportunity and say yes to your processes. And actually you get a better outcome with that because your nervous system is regulated when ATO bills come in and you're able to grow your business in an intentional way without the stress of, oh my God, I've just spent all my tax money. I don't want the ATO to come and knock on my door. It doesn't happen anymore, but my mother actually, my parents had a fish and chip shop business uh, before I was born, when my sister was born. And the ATO actually did house calls back then. And 
My parents saved quite a lot uh, back then. They were accumulators <laughs> through and through. And the ATO saw a few things that were happening in their world and they're like, how? Like, how are you doing this? So they did a house call, right? My parents did nothing wrong. They were just frivolous, incredibly is frivolous, the right word? Um, stingy. Let's just say stingy. They were incredibly stingy, right? And they needed to be. They needed to be and they wanted to be. They did not lack debt. The debt, their relationship with that, it was like incredibly like we do not want any part of debt. So they saved and saved and saved and they worked and worked and worked, right? But because that was, they were outliers because no one did that back then, right? The ATO literally came knocking on their door. And my mother actually has trauma from that event, right? And it's <laughs> when I was talking to her about it, when she was sharing this with me, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I was in her belly at this stage and she was about to um, give birth to me in the next month, I think it was. And I was like, so interesting that you actually have ATO trauma of this person from the ATO coming and knocking on our front door and coming into our home and in intimidating, you know, her and my dad for doing nothing wrong. And then I turn out to be an accountant. I turn into like someone who's in the money world. I'm like, so interesting. <laughs> like... And, you know, she has her own journey with the ATO as well of allowing that fear to control her. We're going off tangent a little bit, but I think it's still relevant, right? ATO trauma is an actual freaking thing. Like tax trauma is an actual thing. She hid from me a couple of years ago that she was like five years behind in her taxes because she was so scared of doing something wrong and having the ATO come back on her doorstep. That just doesn't happen anymore. She knows that it doesn't happen anymore, but she was still so scared of that happening. It's irrational, but in her mind, she just didn't want to buy of it. So she's like, ah, oh, I'll just do it later. Ah, oh, I'll just do it later. Right. And didn't tell me because I'm a person of action in our family. And it's like, oh, if I tell Alex, then she'll make like, she'll do the things to create the things. And then I'll, you know, lodge all the returns and, and that. So it's like, oh, I don't know. Anyway, point of the story is the ATO is just the ATO. And if you have the right systems in place, if you have the right processes in place, if you have the right people on your team to support you, to move through your fears of whatever that looks like for you when you have, or if you have ATO trauma or you've got issues around when taxes come in, your nervous system is completely irregulated and you're like, oh my God, what is this? I'm so scared to open up this email to know how much this is. You should not be like that. You should not ever like that if you have the right processes, systems, and support in your world. You will never experience that again. If you're listening to this and going, oh my God, that sounds like a dream, it doesn't need to just be a dream. This is what I do with my clients. There are people out there that do this for people. There are people out there that do this every month. You can be one of those as well if you make the decision to say yes. If you are listening to this episode and are picking up what I'm putting down and are ready to unpack and elevate your money story, then pop over to my website and see the money coaching package that is calling your name. Find out for yourself why I have been called the money queen that everyone needs in their life. After working with me, my clients are reclaiming their power in their business. And this has seen them bring hundreds of thousands of dollars into their businesses after having me on board their team. Are you ready to expand? Then let's fucking go, queen. Book in a call with me on my website, which is alexunscripted.com. 
to show the universe that you are here for everything that you fucking desire and you are taking action. If you are, you know, do get a tax bill and you're like, okay, I'm fine with paying tax, um, but I don't have the money, then what I would suggest to you, what I would advise you if you're my client right now is to look at your pricing, right? Look at your expenditure. What's happening here? Because something is off from a cash flow point of view. If you're having profits, but you don't actually have the money, it's a cash flow issue. So what is actually happening here? What is going out as opposed to coming in? Do I need to ask people who owe me money to actually receive that in my bank account? Do I get to be more, um, you know, follow them up a lot quicker to get that money in my bank account? Um, And the other thing is, and this is common for startups, and I did this myself as well, um, so you're not alone. If you are working all of the freaking time and you're like, I'm putting so much into this business, I'm putting my time, I'm putting my energy, I'm putting my effort in here, and there's just, I don't feel like I'm getting out what I'm putting in, have a look at your schedule. Because again, another societal thing, I guarantee you, if you ask someone, hey, how are you going? The response, 70 to 80% of the time is going to be like, oh my God, I'm so busy. I can't fucking stand that. I cannot stand when people respond to me, oh my God, I'm so busy. Or it's like, hey, how are you going? Are you busy? Oh yes, so busy. What's actually behind that? What's behind that is society being like, busy is a badge of honor. It means that you're successful. It means that you're doing all the things. If you were to respond to them, my life or my calendar is as full as I desire it to be and leave it at that. How would that shift the dynamics in your world? How would that shift the response or the reaction of the person who asked you? I know from personal experience, because this is how I respond to people when they ask me, oh, you're so busy. How's, how's business? I bet it's busy right now at this time of the year. I respond, my calendar is as full as I desire it to be. And that's true. It's true because sometimes it is quite full. Sometimes it has a lot of open space. It's as full as I desire it to be for the season that I'm at in business. That's the full sentence. I don't need to say the entire thing to them, but I need to know that I'm speaking my truth and I'm creating my own reality, which is one of the beliefs that I live by, that I create my own reality. So right now, I'm in a season of get shit done because I'm going to Europe. I'll probably be in Europe by the time that you listen to this, but I'm less than seven days towards that. And I'm like, shit, I've got a lot of things that I get to get done before I leave. Right? So my schedule right now is quite full because I know I'm having time off. I know I have reduced my client hours over the next six weeks so that I can be over in Europe and be present whilst my business still runs. Using this word busy as a badge of honor, it gets to be shown the door, quite frankly. It gets to be shown the door. It is only relevant and and still around in this time of our lives because we keep feeding it. We keep feeding the beast. We keep saying yes. We keep responding. Oh my God, yes, I'm so busy. Without actually realizing what you're saying. 
what you're saying is that in order to feel successful, in order to feel like you're doing the right thing in inverted commas, your life needs to be busy. It needs to be full. It needs to be overflowing. It actually freaking doesn't. The life that I used to live before moving to Brisbane was that exact life. The relationship that I had with my calendar being overflowing and my level of success were on par. I was like, as long as my calendar is overflowing, I feel successful so that I can say to people, yes, oh my God, I'm so busy. I don't have time for this. It takes me days to get back to you because I'm so busy. I wore that as a badge of honor. And when I moved to Brisbane, I was like, hang on a minute. That actually doesn't serve me anymore. That does not serve my highest good. That is not the person that I want to be in this new paradigm that I am choosing to live in, this woman that I am becoming and stepping into. And that's how I created that response. I am one person, but one person can change, can start rather a ripple effect. So will you join me in my mission? Thank you, Queen, for saying yes to your yes in listening to this episode and being a part of raising the feminine collective one conversation at a time. Remember to share this episode with your business besties and join me in breaking the tabooness around having money conversations. As always, if you have enjoyed this episode, please rate, subscribe, and share this on your social media, remembering to tag me in it to help this conversation go further, which creates a bigger ripple effect.